What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. How's it going, everybody? I have Phil Reed with me today, and he is an entrepreneur that we met at a fitness convention. Oh, what was it, like two years ago? Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, technically, like two and a half, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. We've, done, we've done two annual San Diego trips. So that's, that's true. Wow. We're doing that's good. Crazy. Phil, hey, tell, us, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> All right. So I'm Phil, guys. Um, thanks, Janelle, for having me on, first off. Of course. Um, let's see. I compete in bodybuilding. I did mixed martial arts a little bit. I grew up playing basketball. That's my thing. Uh, I played college basketball at Hampton University, which is a Division One in Virginia. And then I transferred out here to Cal State San Bernardino to finish up playing uh, my last two years, but actually quit to pursue bodybuilding um da, da, da. that's all i can think of i i don't know i'm not good at talking about myself <laughs> <laughs> no you're good i love it um and that just segues well into what we're going to talk about today so one of the big things that people ask me about a lot is like janelle how do you stay motivated like how do you stay motivated to work out all the time it seems like you're always motivated for working out and so i thought phil would be the perfect person to bring on to talk about <laughs> motivation for working out and for fitness and then ultimately like how that actually um bleeds into all the other areas of your life and basically your mindset so um yeah so you said you played um basketball as like your main sport right tell us a little bit about um how long you played and how you got into that originally okay definitely i played technically from my soft no yeah yeah my sophomore year of high school until I guess my junior year of college. Um, I got into that funny being I'm 6'10", so it was kind of like forced into it. I was actually like, I was like 6'1", and I grew seven inches my sophomore year. Oh my and gosh, so, you grew yeah. seven inches your sophomore year of high school? <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. So, and so I was kind of like thrown into it. And funny story, like my freshman year, I did try out for the basketball team, but I actually the varsity's girls coach, I, I didn't make the team obviously, and the varsity girls coach brought me onto his team. So I was like, practicing with a varsity girls team my freshman year no way <laughs> yeah you got it's, so let me get this straight you got cut from the freshman year boys team yeah because you weren't like tall enough at that point or skilled or, or what i was just i wasn't tall or skilled i was i was pretty weak i was really skinny and frail i wasn't that's like always my biggest like in all scouting reports to when i played basketball was i'm i'm skinny i need to put on weight and i'm not that strong mm-hmm. and so i feel like that kind of made me who i am today where i just became obsessed with working out you know um but yeah so i played did that i played in high school i I won the state championship my senior year um and then i went to play college basketball and we played an ncaa tournament actually so that was pretty fun wow yeah actually that was a lot of fun okay and so for people who like are listening and maybe don't really watch like basketball or don't really know that like explain like the the volume or like the importance of what that is the ncaa tournament so yeah you know, all right, for everyone who doesn't know what the NCAA tournament is, every March, everyone fills out these brackets. That is what that, that is. <laughs> March like, madness. Yes, March madness. That is what that is. 
So we actually made it to the second round, which is pretty dope. So we got it advanced in our bracket. We busted a few brackets. So that was pretty fun. So cool. And, and you know what I love is like, it's kind of like um, the Michael Jordan story. Like for you, the fact that your freshman year, you literally got cut from the team yeah. and then you went and practiced with the girls, which like, I mean, as a woman, I'm like, that's awesome. But like for a guy, it could probably be a little bit humbling, right? To, yeah. to with the guys but to be practicing with the girls because you weren't good enough to practice with the guys, with the guys. Right? so i mean yeah and i i obviously believe so firmly in in women so this is not supposed to be something that's like you know putting women down but it would right. be hard for like uh what 14 15 year old boy to be rejected that severely yeah, and then be on the girls team go be on the girls team yeah what was that yeah. like um honestly like i was super awkward as a guy so it kind of like put me around girls so like it was <laughs> it was awkward but like i don't know like it, i don't it didn't really put down my spirits i was i was grateful for the opportunity honestly wow. and like a lot of the varsity girls they were like leaders in the school so like it was and also i wasn't as like i wasn't as i would say invested in basketball to really be like hurt you know what i'm saying yeah and so and plus, it was my friend. Like, yeah, so it was just weird because it was a new school, so I didn't really have friends in the first place at that school. So it was like yeah. it, it, it kind of like gave me friends, if it makes sense. So it didn't really bother me, I guess. But thinking oh. back at it, thinking, thinking back about it, it's kind of like, wow, that is kind of embarrassing. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, not necessarily embarrassing, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it. I think that that would just be like, I think it's just a huge, um, I guess testament to who you are of like the type of person who doesn't take no for an answer and that like even in the face of like rejection you it's kind of crazy you're like yeah i didn't i mean it wasn't really a big deal i just kind of kept going no matter yeah. what you know and i think that's the attitude that i know that you have across the board about like rejection and i mean even right before we started recording right here <laughs> I, I asked you how um your tryout today for the for the commercial went and um, because for those of you listening, he, he lives in LA and also one of his entrepreneurial hustles is, um, modeling. And so yeah. he was trying out for a commercial and I was like, how'd it go? And he's like, well, I don't know. We'll see. Like, maybe I got it. Maybe I didn't, but like, yeah. it's all good no matter what. And I, just, I think that's really cool. Cause a lot of people really try to control and myself included, I can be a huge control freak of like, I need this. Um, Definitely. but you seem to have a very like chill and like you want things and you have goals and dreams, but you also don't like force things. Would you say that that's right. true or? I would say like, it's true. And I'm yes, it's yes and no. Like, again, I have the goals and dreams. So like, obviously I do really want it. And like deep down, I'm going to like, I would love to have it every single time, but it's also at the same time where it's like, I have to be patient. Cause I used to be the same kid who wanted everything right now. And like, if you lack that patience, you're going to be in like a world of like upset because like, becoming who I want to be isn't going to happen overnight and I have to go with the ups and downs of being who I want to become you know yeah so it's like, that's a gold this... nugget right there people right we're listening and <laughs> now you should be listen to this if you hear nothing else right seriously and so like you have to understand that like if any, without it with whatever you do in life it's going to be ups and downs so just kind of like just go with it and try to minimize the ups like from being too high and the lows from being too low and just stay in that middle ground yeah and be okay with the rejection, even right. even if it means like practicing in a different way than you thought you would. Right, and even with rejection, like to me, like I'm still feel like it, it's not going to change who I am. 
like what I'm going to do or what I'm about. It's just they had a different vision for what they want. So it's not going to work, but that doesn't mean in the future you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to die. That's, that's how I look at it. Like I'm not me taking a shot and missing doesn't, it's, it's just a taking a shot, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's tough. Cause like rejection sucks and so many people, and I think I would include myself on this too, is something I'm working on, but it's sometimes so scary to put yourself out there because rejection can hurt really bad. So, I mean, how do you feel like you got to this place where you're so confident that you're willing to put yourself out there, whether that be in sports or in business or in modeling or whatever it is, how do you, how do you get there to, to be where you're at right now? I guess you could say it, in a way it started from, I started on the girls varsity team to making it to us. Like I was on full scholarship to division one basketball. And it's just, I, I know that the cream rises to the top. And like, if I, as long as I'm putting in, in the work and like, I'm truly dedicated to my craft and truly like giving my hundred percent effort, that's all I could do. I can only control what I could do on my day, day-to-day basis. And if I give my 100%, there's nothing more I could, you know, get, say or control. Just do what you can. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, try a different way. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, because at the end of the day, like, if you quit on your dreams or whatever you do, well, life still goes on. Like, you know, so that's that's one thing I've definitely learned is life's going to continue to go on whether or not you want to do what's just what you're supposed to or give that effort. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And and so how did you how did you figure out like what your your mission is and what your calling is? How did you um, come to that? That's a good question. I hmm, I guess my mission is to live a life where I say I'm like I'm truly happy. I, I, not that I don't have regrets, but like you know the saying YOLO, you only live once. <laughs> like I I want to truly say that like I lived a life that like I'm proud of and that like I did things that not were like impossible but i did things that people never thought they could be or that could be done and just to just give it my all and i guess i i came to that where i i don't know i think i just always had that imagination of wanting to do something great and having a purpose and i just started applying it to my day-to-day life Hmm. yeah and like it reminds me of my favorite quote which is um our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure It's our light, not our darkness that frightens us the most. Right. And I feel like, I think that what you just described of like, I always knew there was something inside of me that was capable and worthy of doing these things. Um, I think, I think actually everyone has that inside of them, right? Right. No, definitely. As a child, when you're born, that's what you have. And usually it's just life that kind of gets you down and gets in the way that stops people from feeling like they have a a purpose or a, a light to shine. Um, but it is about taking action because ultimately you right. can feel that, right? You can have that feeling of like, I meant for more, I meant for more, I meant for more. But if you never take that daily committed action, like you just said. <laughs> right. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Right. Right. And what so it's like daily committed actions then that people could take. Um, what I would say, honestly, is like probably the biggest thing for me is I journal every day in the morning. The first thing I do is I drink water, obviously. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I do my, what I'm grateful doing, well, what I'm grateful for, the three things I'm grateful for, my three affirmations, and then I do three goals, like three personal and then three like business slash entrepreneurial goals every day. And I feel like just tackling those small things every day, they just compound into like just small goals 
like I just handle about the small stuff and they eventually compound into bigger goals if it makes sense yeah like I just I, I focus on the small things and it just I seem to do the big things when it's come mm-hmm. to, time to it yeah because man I was just talking about this earlier but like sometimes you have such big dreams and such big goals and it feels too lofty so you right. end up not like actually taking action on it because it's too scary it's like too big yeah, it's overwhelming. Like it can be overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, like I felt like that with starting this podcast even of being like, oh my gosh, there's so many details. Like how am I going to figure out the recording and the yeah. it onto iTunes and telling people about it. And there's just so many logistic things. So I just never got started. And then I realized I needed to just take tiny little actions every single day. So the first step was like buying the the microphone to record into. And then the second step was you know, learning what app to use in order to work right. little baby steps that create the big thing instead of just thinking about the big thing and being so scared and daunted by all the tasks that you end up never taking action at all. Right. Definitely. And that's, and that's like a huge thing is when you like, all right, let's put it this way. When you look at a whole pizza, like it's, you can't eat a whole pizza in one sitting if you just look at it. But when you cut into the eight slices, it makes that piece that goes by so much quicker because it's cut up into small pieces, I feel like, you know? And, and so, we're encouraging everyone listening to eat pizza, please. <laughs> hey, balance. I am super fitnessy, but I believe in balance. Totally. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can break up that pizza into eight pieces, you can try to eat it all in one sitting. And that's like really awesome because it's only eight pieces. Come on. It's only, it's only eight small pieces <laughs> instead, of, instead of one whole thing, you know? So, right. I love and, that's that. how, and that's also how I work out. Like, let's say I have a set of 20. I, like, well, maybe I'm just bad with numbers. But I always count to five. I just count. I'll count to five four times. I break up that twenty, you know, into smaller pieces so it doesn't seem as daunting. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. That's awesome. So, how do you feel like playing sports has impacted um, how you work out now and um, just your entire fitness regimen today? Um, I would say playing. I feel like playing sports made me want to compete in bodybuilding. I would say that if I feel like if I didn't, if I wasn't an athlete or play sports, I wouldn't want to compete in bodybuilding. I being an athlete, I just have this competitive bug in me and I just want to not be better than everybody else, but I just, I like having competition. I like, like, I just like, I just like what comes with it. Like you're getting pushed, like winning and losing, like the emotions with just trying to be the best you as possible. And so I feel like, being an athlete that's what that's what made me into a competitor that's awesome that makes sense yeah Yeah, totally to answer the question how what is it like being a 610 bodybuilder well i'm technically the tallest out there really Um, yeah i am i have aaron reed he's he's technically the current world's tallest bodybuilder he has like the, the like the world like everybody knows him as it but he's he's only he's not he's not a pro bodybuilder so I don't know, but being a six ten bodybuilder, what is it like? I don't know. I I, I mean, just um, I think it's normal. Like six ten is normal to me. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> did people? I mean, did people tell you that like your height was going to be a factor, or like has that been a challenge or a struggle by any means for you to try to overcome that? Or yeah, um, I I feel like so maybe I like for me in the first place. Like I said, my weakness was always I was too like weak and not big enough, and I don't think that was. I don't know how it's, I guess it's, yeah, definitely. It's hard to put on size, but I don't, I don't let that be, I don't, it's hard. That's a good question because like, 
I guess technically it is harder being a taller bodybuilder, but I try not to think that way because if you think that way, it just you just I feel like you put limits on yourself when you think like being shorter or taller has its benefits. You know, right? There's, benef- there's benefits to both. Like for me, like cutting down as a bodybuilder is so much easier to cut and get ready for a show, but in the off season that's where I struggle. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Looking, yeah. There's, so there's like there's this pluses and, and angles to right. being a taller bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I really want to make this relatable for listeners just because I don't know how many people listening are like bodybuilding or like, right. I mean, maybe some are, maybe some aren't, but um, brother. <laughs> yeah, my brother, he definitely is. Oh, Austin, are you listening? <laughs> I know. I hope he is. You better be listening right now. Um, but I think just to make it really relatable is how often people can use excuses for not doing things like, Oh, I'm too old. Oh, I'm too young. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm too, too tall, too short. I'm right. too far into this career. So I couldn't switch careers. Like we put these limits and I love Labels. that. Like for you, you're like, you don't even really think about it. You're like, ah, I never really thought of that, you know, <laughs> yeah. but most people do think of these, you know, most people allow those limiting beliefs, um, right. actually impact their, the trajectory of their life. They let it impact what they say yes to, what they say no to. And they love that for you, you just like, you're just doing you. Like, that's what I'm hearing through and through is just you're like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think about that. I think positive. I don't think about what other people think. I think about what I think, you know, and it's, right. it's so much of like this focus of co- like steady, sure confidence in who you are and where you're headed. I feel like you, you have to have that in this world. And what I've learned is like, everybody's really worried about themselves. Like if you're in a mall, nobody's really like judging you because if like, I feel like most people when they walk into a mall, everybody's thinking about what everybody else is thinking about themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like nobody's really worried about you. And if, and maybe me being 6'10 also helps with that confidence. Like I always have the mindset. It's like, I'm 6'10. You're probably not going to beat me up. So like, I just, I don't know. This is how I think like the worst, like the worst you could happen is die. And if I'm not going to die, then, oh, well, you know, like, mm. you just go for it. And I like, got, I don't do that in stupid situations. Like, I don't try to, I don't do drugs, and all that crazy stuff. But like, when it comes down to like living a better life, why not? Like, why not take that action to want it? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. When you like put it up against death and you're just like, well. <laughs> yeah, might as well. And it's like, I believe in God. And it's like, I believe in God. So if I do die, it's like, I'm going to heaven. So, you know, so. so I was like what the heck what's the worst that's gonna really like you know right totally yeah I think that's true like I I think having a longer perspective and like a bigger perspective because sometimes we can get so focused on like this little tiny view on life you know I think of just like a big map right and we're just like one little location but we can't even zoom out enough to see this huge map and all the amazing stuff that's happening I mean Think about someone who's never seen the ocean in the olden days and they're like stuck on this map and they're in the very middle and they're like, I don't want to go anywhere. It'd be too scary. I don't know. If they only zoomed out, maybe they would find that they were only one hour away from the closest ocean if only they were to explore. And I think if you take that analogy and apply it to life, it's like for someone who's been working the same job for forever or in the same relationship or maybe like the same unhealthy patterns and you're so stuck in where you are that it's hard for you to even imagine living a different life. Right. A job, working out every day, eating healthy. You can't even imagine the different things that you could be capable of doing because you're so zoomed in on your, your one little part of your life. If you just zoomed out, you'd realize 
so much is possible for you. Like you just have to take the first steps to do it. Yeah. And we, we definitely put ourselves in a box all the time. Like there's so we put labels on ourselves and that's kind of where the brand that I created Jack's homely kind of came from It's like, I went from playing college basketball to bodybuilding to MMA. And it's like, wow, like I can really, like, you can honestly do whatever you truly want as long as you put like that focus and effort into it. I love that. Yeah, that's so true. Like basketball, bodybuilding, MMA, and then like, don't forget like the modeling. Like I think that that probably would surprise people too, you know, knowing that side of you that you like, you know, have modeling gigs and acting gigs. And then also that you're, you know, you've started Jack's Only. And tell to everyone a little bit of what Jack's Only is. So um, Jack's Only kind of, it's a lot of things, honestly. So it's a podcast. We have a chef who cooks for people. Um, it's just kind of like a community I feel like I want to create of people who have a dream and like a vision and who are willing to do whatever it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, that's what Jack's Only is to me. I, I prefer, I want it to be a, commu- a community for people. So cool. So who's invited into that community? Who, if anyone's listening right now, um, who like who should reach out to you if they're if they're interested in getting a part of Jack's Only in that like big dream community? Um, honestly, anybody. Like, if you have if you have a goal, you have a skill that you would like to like capitalize on, or like, uh, what's the word? You just want to like you have a skill that you want to offer to someone else, and you want to learn how to like i don't know how to explain this word you know, it's basically you know, like a community of support right for like yeah for entrepreneurs yeah for entrepreneurs people are trying to up level their ways of being their mindset and yeah i guess kind of like a, way, a place to network and like learn about new things and ways of living and it's kind of like a way to stay motivated as well because there's a bunch of entrepreneurs who are all chasing this one goal of becoming the best per- versions of themselves yeah yeah totally so since you just touched on motivation, what would you, what advice would you give someone who's like not really like they're listening right now and they're they're like starting to check out because they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I didn't play sports growing up. Um, good for you that you, you know, crushed your dream of playing at a D1 school for basketball. But like for me, I was never very athletic in high school. I didn't play any sports. I don't really work out now. Or like if I do, I'm kind of self-conscious when I go to the gym and they're feeling like they can't even really relate to you because mm-hmm. it seems like you've got it all figured out. What, what next steps should they take in order to, to get motivation or what next steps should they take so that they can feel comfortable going to the gym? Um, well, for starters, I don't have it all figured out. <laughs> and I would say to get confident in the gym, what I would suggest like find a workout buddy, um, a or like have a program that you're actually following don't just go to the gym just to go to the gym and like because i feel like even i when i go to the gym i don't know what i'm gonna do i get kind of awkward and like i get like finicky about like oh my gosh people are watching me so definitely go and know what you're gonna do before you go to the gym Hmm. um yeah come up with a plan beforehand yeah have a plan and then wear a hoodie so people can't see like who it is wear headphones and just like for me, when I go to the gym, it's like, that's my getaway place. That's where my phone goes off. Like, I'm, I suck at recording and I'm supposed to be, like, I'm supposed to be a fitness influencer, but I suck at recording when I work out just because that's my happy place. That's where I go to get away. So it's like, make the gym a place where, like, nothing else matters, where it's just, like, your safe haven. Because at the end of the day, you're just, like, just like everybody else there, we're all there to get better. Yeah. 
And I think you can really apply that mall scenario. Like when you said that like, you feel like everyone at the mall is looking at you. Um, so many of my clients that I talk to, um, male and female, talk about how they get really self-conscious going to the gym because they're like, I literally have no idea what to do when I step in through those doors, you know, and, right. and then maybe they do, right? Maybe they know kind of some machines. So they start to walk around to the different machines, but they're like, everyone's watching me. Like everyone's watching me try to use this, you know, squat. Right, this machine. machine. And they think that the whole world is watching. And just like you said at the mall, like everyone thinks that everyone's watching them, but everyone's busy thinking about themselves. And I <laughs> right. always tell my clients that I'm like, girlfriend, no one is watching you. Like you, you're going over to the hamstring curl machine and it's taking you like three to five minutes to figure out how to use it. Cause you're like having to play around with like the weight pin and you're having to like adjust some of the settings, like, and it's taking you a minute cause you don't really know how to use the machine. Like right. no one's watching, no one cares. Right. And if anyone's watching and they're thinking if they're a good person and they're watching you maybe struggle to use this machine and figure it out, they're going to come over and be like, Hey, do you need help? Like, here's how you move this pin. Like right. I, that was kind of, I know I, I had a hard time figuring that out too. Or if they're a judgy human being and they're looking over at you like, oh my gosh, look at that girl. She's like trying to use the hamstring curl machine. Like, who does she think she is? <laughs> okay, if someone thinks like that, you don't want that person's opinion in your life anyway. Like, right. it's just wasted. For trying something new, come on. Like, you don't want that type of person's opinion ever in your life. Are you ready for change, but not sure which direction to go or how to get there? I feel you, I've been there before. Whether you're trying to change your body, your career, or your relationships, it all starts with believing that you are worthy and your life has a purpose worth pursuing. So if you want support in up-leveling your mindset and taking action on your life, I would love to support you. Apply for my one-on-one coaching program by clicking the link on my Instagram bio or going to my website at JanelleLene.com. I cannot wait to talk to you. Yeah, and that's just negative energy. And that's, I think it's one of the keys is like, don't let that negative energy like bother you. Just like, what does it matter? Like who, yeah, don't let it affect you. Like just let it one ear out the other or whatever, like one thought out the other. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're You're there to get better. Yeah. Yeah, bettering yourself. So, okay. So for the, for someone who's listening right now, how many days a week do you, um, do you work out and what is, tell us a little bit about your like movement and fitness routine. Okay. Um, well right now I'm working out six days a week. Um, in the mornings I I'm following a power building program that I've created. And so in the morning I focus on the bench squat or deadlift. And that night I, I do more of a bodybuilding workout. Um, and then on Sundays, I'm just super lazy. I barely get out of bed. And so um, I'm super, like, I love strength training. That's, I guess, where the, the powerlifting comes in. And then for the bodybuilding workouts, I'm super into, like, the contraction, into negatives and slow reps. I never, I don't, I don't really use heavy weights. I believe in, like, 12 to 16 rep range. Super, not light, but heavy where you, you're pushing yourself. Um, yeah, that's all I do. I don't do cardio because I'm trying to bulk and that's that ruins everything so that's it's pretty basic I feel like it's just I do it every single day I eat a lot of food and it's it's very mundane and and boring honestly but I just I'm in love with the process and why are you in love with the process um because I want to be the best version of myself honestly I I think having that stigma of not I'm not strong enough and I'm 
need to gain size. I think it just stuck with me and I, I got obsessed with it. But what if you never gained size? Um, I don't know. I, don't, I never thought about that. I think I, I don't think that would happen. Like I've, I made a vow to myself that I'm going to die big. <laughs> so i don't know I, that's not gonna happen i'm sorry but okay but just just humor me for a okay, minute say, like, say I got, say, like say i got if i got hurt let's say i got hurt yeah say you got injured or something like what would i do yeah because like right now i guess what i'm hearing you say is kind of like i'm trying to prove to the world that i can get big right or prove to myself that i can get big but what if you got hurt and what if you had limitations what if you weren't able to get big physically then what? Then who do you become? I don't know. And that's kind of, well, I do know. I'm, I don't know, honestly. I think I'd probably focus more on coaching. That was kind of one of the big things this year when I broke my wrist. I had to kind of sit back and realize who I was without fitness. And I don't like that question. It's very, it's like, a, it's not a, it's not a good place for me. Just because, at least not, I, I feel like it could be. But as of right now, my happy place is in the gym. And I don't know where I would be without it, to be honest. Like, I'm sure I'd, I'd, I'd be fine, but I don't, I don't have, like, a plan B. I don't have, like, another life that I think about. I would still be an entrepreneur. I guess I'd be a coach, maybe, if anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. And what I love about this is, like, the fact that movement, like, moving your body is so crucial and important to who you are and, like, plays such a big purpose in your life. And like, there are people, and maybe even some people who are listening right now, who don't even work out. They don't move their body. They don't go on runs. They don't get outside. They go to work. They come. And that's it. It's so crazy to me. They have a drink, you know, a beer, or a glass of wine every single night, and maybe numerous. They scroll through Instagram every day, but they never take care of their body either um, nutritionally or movement-wise. And like, I just want anyone who's listening who hears who might be that person that I just described and someone who's like not taking your health seriously and hear what, what Phil is saying here about the fact that like who he is with movement makes him the best version of himself and it bleeds into every area of his life. And so if you're like on the fence of like, eh, does it really matter or not? Yeah. yeah. It matters. And like, you don't, don't even have to be as extreme as I am. Like even no. just 20 minutes a day or even 20 minutes, three times a week, like just being active, it will change your life like immensely. Like I don't, that's my guarantee actually. That's my podcast guarantee for this podcast. <laughs> if, if you get out there three days a week for like at least 20 minutes, you'll feel so much better about yourself. Cause not only are you like working out, but like you're working on yourself and like deep down you're going to understand, like you'll know it. Like, even if you don't realize it, you know that you're working on yourself by working out, you know? Mm. Like there's a subconscious shift or something that happens? I believe so. Because like, you don't, I've never heard, any, heard anybody regret a workout. Isn't that the saying? You never regret a workout? Right. Yeah. The hardest part's just like getting there, right? Getting, waking up or just, just like, honestly, like for some, for people that like blame work for it being the reason they can't work out, like just go straight after work. Just go to the gym for 30 minutes. Like that, don't go home first. Just go straight to the gym, do thirty minutes, and then go home. Call it a day. Right. And if you're like, that's I don't know, that's as simple as I can break it down for you for the people that, that claim they don't have time. And like, it's just thirty minutes of your day, and you'll feel so much better. You'll feel confident. You'll 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 poop better. You'll be able to eat more. Like, it's just I don't know. 
working out and health is just health is wealth. Health is wealth. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Why be the richest person in the grave? Oh, what'd you say? Like, don't be the richest person in the grave. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no excuses really. It's, it's 30 minutes a day, you know, even five days a week, that would probably be ideal. Um, recommend recommended is 150 minutes of movement per day or sorry per week week. yeah Yeah, so i always tell people that you can break that up into three 50 minute sessions you can break that into five 30 minute sessions however you want to break that up but like that could just it might mean starting out with a 30 minute walk before you go to work or maybe a 30 minute at home workout if you can't get to the gym right now or even a walk around the block after dinner yeah seriously start with like something start with anything and the baby steps, kind of like you said at the beginning, this all ties back together. Like taking those little action steps every day. There's something to be said about taking a little action step because when you commit to yourself, like, okay, this week I am going to go to the gym three times after work or five times after work for 30 minutes. And then you actually stick to your commitment. Something shifts inside of you. Something happens where you're like, dang, I can do the things I said I was going to do. I can trust myself. And I would say for like the four agreements, have you read that book? I haven't. You, you've mentioned it before and I've had a couple other friends. I have it like sitting right here in front of me, but no, yeah. I haven't read it. <laughs> but it's kind of like the same thing where it's like you are, you are what you tell yourself. Like if you tell yourself you can't wake up in the morning to go do your workout, you're not going to wake up. But if you tell yourself like, oh, I can do this. And once you realize that you can do this, your the limits become limitless. Yeah. Start to question everything that you said that you can and can't do. Like, I hate running. I hate, I hate the gym. I hate, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You you put limitations on yourself. And that's kind of why, like when you're asking me, is it harder being as taller bodybuilder? I don't, I don't know. Cause I I just, I train myself not to think that way. It's just, it's just, everything's hard. If you really think about it, being a freaking human's hard, but someone's got to do it. So, you you know, (laughs) So must, yeah, so must will be you. Yeah. Yeah, it's shifting. I think that, you know, the mindset between victim and hero and like so often, I just think our natural human being loves to be a victim. I, I mean, I'm so guilty of it. Like it's easier to it's be a victim. It's easier to be a victim, like to play, you know, sad and to play like, yeah, whoa, me. This is so hard. And, and we get the love and attention we want when we play sad. Like, oh, like, my life right. is hard. And then people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And everyone's doing that for each other, right? Like yeah. everyone's like listening to each other's sob stories and stuff. And instead of just, you know, being like, my life is beautiful. Right. And amazing things. Yeah. And like, I took this from Gary Vee. He was like, if you're not the last person in last place on earth, who's sitting in a cage in a third world country, you have nothing to complain about. Like for us personally, we're in America. Like we're, you know, we're on this podcast, I'm black, you're white, we're talking, like it's happening. Like, this is a great, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not honestly not that bad. I'm sure you know what you're going to have for dinner. So am I, like if our, our worries, I mean, they're, they're relevant to you. Like everybody's problems are relevant to them. Like the person who's in the ghetto, their, their worries are just as important as someone who's born in the suburbs, but it's relative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you put in perspective, the problems aren't as bad. Right. Right. That's how, yeah. that's, how, that's how I try to think about it sometimes too. Yeah. It's the both and for sure. Like right. both your feelings are valid and like the things that, that are hard in your life are valid and you don't have to be a victim and you don't have to sit around and complain about it day in and day out. 
for months and months and years and years. Right. Like, make a change. Like, yeah, because you have the power. Finger, you get to make a change. You get to shift your brain. Like, yeah. if you want to do something, no one is stopping you but you. Yeah, so maybe you are the victim, like, the first time you claim victim, but the third and fourth time you claim victim, it's not really anybody else. It's yourself. You should change it on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I view it. It's, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Whatever, you know? Shame on me, isn't that what yeah. it is? Yeah. 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 So how do you, okay, let me ask you this then. How do you think if someone is like listening right now and they're like, shoot, I think I might have a victim mindset, whether that is around, woe is me, I'm overweight because I never make it to the gym or woe is me, I hate my job because I just have been working the same job for forever and I hate it. Or woe is me because I'm in a crappy relationship or woe is me because my friends are mean to me. What would you say to those people to, to step away from the victim mindset and step into the mindset of a hero? Um, I would say, first off, to realize everyone is the player one of their life. Like, we, we all have control. We only have control over our life, right? And so as soon as you realize that, like, whoever, let's say your actions, whatever action you created this morning, it had nothing to do with me. So once you take the responsibility of your self actions and realize that like whatever you do say whatever that's that's face that's solely based on you and so that and who you hang out with i would definitely reach out to mentors or people who seem to are more positive and aren't very like victim mindset because i feel like victims hang around victims and so i would say to try to find people who aren't in that same victim mindset dang that's good yeah but how do you do that i mean you're like when you've hung out with like the friends you've hung out with for so long or like mm-hmm. families like that i mean how do you just drop all those people you love and care about so much and find new friends like i don't know how do people even do that yeah that's a good question um i don't really know like i've i've i'm not i can't answer that question truly because I feel like a I've I've moved around so much where I've always was forced to make new friends, and b I feel like I've always gravitated towards people who wanted more like not victims, you know. And so, wait, sorry, say that again. You I got I feel like I've gravitated toward more like towards the heroes, I guess. You know, okay. and so for you, it's a little bit more natural, is what I'm yeah. Right. So okay. I I'm not really. I don't know. Like, I think I just grew up my, it was just put into me not to be, have that mindset. So I truly can't answer that question. Cause I don't like, maybe it is how you, Oh, it's definitely how you're raised has a, has a huge thing to do with it, but I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah, but just, that question. I will just say anyone listening. It's like, even if you were raised like that, yeah. like luckily for you, Phil, you're saying like you weren't raised like that, but yeah, I got this blessed. And that's not a good enough excuse. Just because you're right. raised you like that doesn't mean you're stuck like that. Just still got a little luckier and had like <laughs> yeah. And I, like that. Go ahead. And maybe, and maybe it was just because I've had so many insecurities about myself growing up, and I just, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I've always listened to inspirational like YouTube videos. Like that's always been my thing since middle school. And so I've always tried tried to find the positivity, even when my home environment, my home environment environment wasn't always the best. You know. And so I feel like I always look for the positive and then even when I'm in the negatives. 
Okay, I think you just hit the nail on the head then. I think the very first step for anyone listening who feels like they're surrounded by victim mindset type people and it's also them, the first thing is starting with yourself because you're the source of your life. So start with listening to podcasts like what you're listening to right now. Amazing doing it, congratulations. And second of all, um, like listening to YouTube videos, even if it's five minutes of motivation, listening to books or reading books that are um, the right material. So maybe even if right now you can't get around new people, maybe if right now you don't know how to make new friends, just start with you. Just start with your own mind and start pouring knowledge and positivity and all the right stuff into you and the rest will start to sort itself out, I think, right? Yeah, start with smiling at yourself in the mirror in the morning. Appreciate you for you. Mm, yeah, that's so cool. Uh, I feel like I had one other thought that I wanted to throw into that, but I don't know if it's going to come to me. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's so cool that people – I think it's so easy to blame everyone else. Once again, there's the victim. It's like, well, yeah, all my friends are like that or all my family's like that. And that's who I'm around. So that's why I'm like that. Right. And you definitely are like that because of that. Cause you are who the five, you're the average of the five people you're around the most. Right. Yeah. And so if you start to surround yourself, even if it's literally um, just via podcasts and books and mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it's going to a meetup. That's like one big thing that I've been recently looking into is like, go on, I think it's called like meetup, the app or whatever, and just type in like events near you. And if you're an entrepreneur, look up entrepreneur. If you're a business, look up business. If you're wanting other women with like, I don't know, you could probably look up like women meetup groups and find ones that are positive, you know, maybe like positive women meetup groups, like you can look around and find new ways to make new friends. So that's always like one thing I always um, tell people is get involved in the community and start meeting new people there. I think that's a great way to make new friends. Um, And the other thing is kind of like you said, you moved around a lot. I think that moving can sometimes like for me, I moved to California and I in the last three years have like reinvented myself and I love who I've become last three years like I am so glad that I moved because I totally changed by putting myself outside of my comfort zone and so maybe you're someone listening and you've been pondering moving for a long time like you've always had this desire to get up and move and you know maybe you're able to right like maybe you're not married or maybe you are married but you don't have kids or I mean to be honest even if you're married and you have kids you can still do it it obviously harder the more people you add into the equation but it can still be done my parents moved to belarus over by russia when my little or my older brother and i were three years old and two years old you know and they learned a new language so anything is possible you can do anything you know so many so often people say well once you have kids you can't move well that's not true either but it does get harder i will say that um yeah we moved across the country with we had two dogs and five four or five kids in the car i don't want to hear that that's really oh my gosh where did you guys move from into we we drove from california to north carolina nice so that's when you guys moved to north carolina that's yeah fourth grade that was a that was a fun trip yeah see so you up and moved and so you know that's another way is like if if you're listening right now and you're like i always wanted to move and it's so scary and i don't don't even know i wouldn't know anyone i wouldn't have a job i wouldn't know what i was doing you would figure it out you would find a job you would make new friends and you could reinvent yourself so that's one way of doing it and at the same time 
You don't need to move to a new place to reinvent yourself. You can reinvent yourself in your very own city, wherever you're sitting right now, wherever you're driving right now, you can reinvent yourself. You just might need to say no to some of your current friends and say yes to new opportunities like random hangouts with random people and get outside your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's just keep applying that pressure of getting out your comfort zone, keep pushing limits and like, just keep, just honestly, just try to get better at by, get better at 1% every day. That's, that's, that's what I, that's what, that's my goal. Get better by 1% because after a year, you're better for yourself by 365%. So. Dang, that's cool. Think about 1% every day, little baby steps and yeah. congratulating yourself for baby steps. Exactly. And don't yeah. like, don't be too hard of a critic on yourself. We all mess up and just go with the flow. Honestly, that's all I could say. Like you just, <laughs> it's never, it's ne life isn't that serious, honestly. Like it's serious, but it's not too serious. Right. At least okay. not in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, but. Like take the pressure off a little bit. Like stop beating yourself up. Like yeah. it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then like just and smile and laugh. Like that's like you only get one life. You, you should want to be as happy as you can for as most of your life as you possibly can. Mm. You know? I love it. That's so good. Cool. So I have a couple final questions for you. Um, one of them is if anyone is listening that doesn't have the same fire and passion about entrepreneurship or their career path, and they're having a hard time figuring out like what lights their fire or what direction to head, what advice would you give that person? I would say to take a month and just really analyze yourself. Like, what do you like? What don't you like? What could you change? What can't, what, like, what about yourself? Would you like to change? What, about yourself do you love um what trips would you like to go on just like just just analyze everything about yourself read out like a list of books i would suggest would be the four agreements the compound effect and rich ad poor dad uh, i would say you are a badass and um let's, i can't there's has to be one more book but just like read find books that kind of like ground you and help you find your just like find you and just really just look for that and what makes you happy. Right. Right. So like, what would that look like practically over one month? You said take one month. What, like what, how could someone break that into bite-sized pieces? All right. So let's say we broke it down to one month. So I would say we definitely start to just, all right. So let's say we start Sunday, right? I would, I would say let's shoot for one book a week and let's say that's 25 pages in the morning, 25 pages at night. So let's journal. I would say first thing in the morning when you wake up, journal. You're grateful. What you're grateful for, your three affirmations and your three goals for the day. Can you, hold on, the, what are, what if someone doesn't know what three, what, is, what are affirmations? Affirmations, how to explain that? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not really sure the definition, like verbatim, but how I would explain it is like, for me, I would say like my affirmations today, let's, let's read them actually. Um, All right, I am growing and learning daily. I am a leader, not 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 a follower, and I am wealthy both mentally, physically, and and spiritually. And so, is this kind of like statements that about yourself that you want to become or what you are? If that makes sense. So it's kind of like you're deciding who you are. That's what it is to me. Yeah. So they're I am statements write out three I am statements about who you are or who you want to be if you're not currently there, right? There you go. Yeah, I like that. That's way better explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, 
I mean, I know what affirmations are. I was just making sure all the listeners know what affirmations are. Right. They're like, Thanks. that sounds like a hippy dippy stuff. It's like, no, it's like you're just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am powerful. I am right. strong, right? And it's telling yourself who you are or who you want to become and right. believing that about yourself. Right. And it's accepting those truths about yourself. And so I would say that would probably be the, the biggest start. And then. Okay. Just- so three gratitudes three affirmations, then your, th- your three goals, three goals um, for the work day, right? Yeah. So th- actually three work day goals and three personal goals. Like my three personal goals today were to drink my gallon of water was to make someone's day and was to enjoy my workout. Nice. Well, yeah. I, you've made my day. So hey, heck yeah. I think that's you can check that one off your list. <laughs> that's one down. So like just small things like that. And like if like if you're able to impact one person's day, that's, that's freaking great. And again, if you impact one person's day over a course of a year, that's 365 people's days you've impacted. So that's how I look at it. So cool. Yeah. And if you actually look at like duplication, if you impact that person's day and you change the trajectory of their energy or happiness or joy, then they're going to go and they're going to actually- someone else's. Impact, impact yeah. So, yeah. So you end up actually hitting way more than 365 because- there's the that compound trick. effect. Yeah, yeah, the compound effect. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so reading reading personal development books. And I will just say, for someone like me, I'm a really slow reader. So mm-hmm. you are a slow reader and you feel really daunted by the idea of reading one book a week, which like I've never done in my entire life. Right. Um, the way I would tell people to do it is through Audible. Um, okay. I, yeah, see, I can't do that. If I, if I, listen, if I listen to an Audible, Audible book... My mind is everywhere. And everywhere, everywhere else. Yeah. That's fair. So for me, the way I can get through books quicker is I like to listen to it on Audible and I like get chores done while I do it. So whether that's dishes or cooking or cleaning. So it can't you can't do two like brain things at the same time. So you can't like talk right. to people and listen to the book or you can't like try to respond to emails and listen to the book. But if you just are moving your body, there's actually science that backs up like moving your body while listening to something can really help. And so maybe even for you, if you're still trying to like you listening, um, if you're trying to get into moving your body, maybe you do this on your 30 minute walk, right? Maybe you go on that 30 minute walk after work or 30 minute walk before work and you listen to one of these books. Um, so that that way you can, you can just get started, right? And you can get kill two birds with one stone, walk and listen, you're feeding your body and you're feeding your mind. And um, so I think that's great. So reading books, um, journaling, three things you're grateful for, journaling out three I am affirmations um, and journaling out three goals for work and three personal goals. Um, Anything else that you'd add on to this list for people who are just getting started on on all this personal development stuff. Right. Um, Like you said, find friends and find people who are like-minded and want to change themselves and are on on their journey because like, you're not motivated every single day. This morning, I was supposed to wake up at 4.30, but I didn't because I was too tired. And that's, again, excuses of why I didn't when I should have, you know? And so, yeah, find people, accountability partner. I feel like that's another huge one. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think, like, what you just said is is really good of, like, I mean, I don't know how often you wake up at 4.30, but say 4.30 is, like, your general wake-up call. Um, but maybe once or twice a week, you don't end up waking up at 4.30 it's kind of having that attitude of like, just because you didn't do it one day doesn't mean you're a loser. 
Doesn't right. Suck doesn't mean that you give up. It means okay. You just messed up. Yeah, exactly. Messed up that one day. No big deal. Tomorrow you can wake up at four thirty because you'll get to bed a little earlier tonight, so you can get a good night's sleep, so you're not tired. You know. And the best part about that is like it's like nothing happened. The day is just completely reset. Yeah, yeah. So because I think that people have that so often, like it's this idea that like if we don't do it perfect the first time, then we expect perfection so much. And if we're not, oh, perfect, that so up. funny. What? Uh, I, I was thinking about that this morning, like when I woke up late, I was like, cause I didn't, I didn't, I haven't eaten my, my meals like I was supposed to. And I was like, this is so funny. Like I'm such a like creature of habit and by time, like I woke up an hour later and all of a sudden I can't eat, you know, like all my meals are just thrown out the window for today. just cause I woke up an hour late and it's like, I need to get better at like, like I'm pretty good with like going with the wind, but like sometimes life doesn't always happen how you plan it, you know? So you gotta, yeah. you gotta be ready to take those ins and outs yeah and not letting that like one little mistake of like waking up at 5 30 instead of 4 30 ruin your whole day yeah and people actually let that like if they miss the workout or whatnot like just just get it when you can like just it's okay it's one day it's like just like you and and what people fail to realize is like as much as i working out is so much fun like rest is just, just as important like getting your eight hours of sleep or just giving your body a rest from after you work out all the time, you know, so that's just as important as working out. hundred percent. If not, yeah. if not more. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Stretching and resting and sleeping, like drinking water, all of the recovery things are so necessary to getting the body that you want, because if you just work, 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 right. You're just bring your body down. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, I know for me, like, one of the struggles that I've had before is like, if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, like I wake up and sometimes I'm like, just cranky, right? When I wake up, right. for a reason, like it could be a weird dream I had, or it could be just like feeling like I'm too short on sleep and I'm not ready to start my day. And there's been days where I've let that like ruin my entire day where I'm literally like, today, yeah. today is going to be a bad day. Today's a rough <laughs> day. And like, it's crazy the power of the brain because then every little thing just pisses you off. Like, you know, you like drop your toothbrush on the floor and you're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, of course I dropped the toothbrush on the floor. Yeah. And trip on the stair and you're like, of course I tripped. Like Yeah, and everything seems to be going the wrong way for you. Right, it, right. And it's like no for affirmations of it's a bad day. Yeah, but it's just these are just normal things that would have happened either way. Right. It's just, exactly. it's just your perspective on how you take it. Yeah. Like if you woke up on the right side of the bed or you chose to, right? You chose to be in the right mindset. Like, okay, I woke up kind of groggy or I woke up kind of weirdly in a weird mood. Right. But it, it's okay. I'm going to choose happiness today. I'm going to choose joy. I'm going to choose gratitude. Today's going to be a good day. I can't wait for today. And then you go through your journaling and that really gets you in the right headspace. You drop your toothbrush. You're like, oh my gosh, you're so silly, clumsy, whatever. Pick it up. No big deal. Brush your teeth. And you trip on the stair. You're like, oh my gosh, how are you so clumsy? You're such right. like, you're so funny. Like, man, how hilarious. You're such a klutz. Right. And you just like shake it off and laugh it off. And it's like not a big deal. And it's all literally perspective. Exactly. <laughs> And so, so funny yeah so i okay. wish that's one thing i wish people did have was a, a better perspective about themselves and they truly didn't understand that every person like every single person's capable of doing whatever they want they just lack the confidence of loving themselves to do it right right and i think that if you don't have the confidence right now that's okay the action steps that you take will bring you confidence so starting like literally just like phil said the morning routine and having um, movement like 30 minutes a day 
having that in your routine is going to build confidence, even if you don't have it now, like that's how you get it. Yeah. And confidence, again, confidence comes from action and practice. That's that's where all confidence comes from. Hmm. I like that. Say say that again. Action comes from practice and action. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like, that's, like if you've been practicing your free throws and you get called up to shoot your free throws, you're not you're gonna be pretty confident, you know? Yeah, you practice and you practice and you practice. So then, when game time comes, you can put it into into yeah, apply, play. apply it, yeah, yeah, applicate it, apply it, apply it, apply, apply it. it, yeah, yeah. Because I and I think this okay. This is all seriously tying together so well, even though I know that there's been a little bit of like twists and turns on this of sports <laughs> and entrepreneurship and mindset. That it all comes back to mindset, right? And, Um, the thing is, is like your committed action, taking committed action and, um, not letting anything get in the way of your committed action of, okay, I'm going to do this and do it. You build trust with yourself. Then you take another step and you commit to another thing. You do it. You build trust with yourself. The way you don't build trust with yourself, the way you feel like crap about yourself, the way you make yourself feel not confident is by saying you're going to do something and over and over and over again, not sticking true to your commitment to you yes like how often do we make just, plans with a friend to get like coffee or lunch or dinner and like you show up because you told right. people, even if you didn't feel like it you're like well i told you know cheryl i would be at dinner at 5 30 so i can't really cancel cheryl's going to be waiting on me so i'm not going to cancel so you go but right. but with your, ourselves oh, your body's waiting for you right your body's waiting for you at the gym get there Freaking stick to that commitment too. I love it. That's a great, I like that one. We do. We commit more to our friends and family than we do to ourselves. Right. We so easily cancel commitment on ourselves. And that is literally one of the biggest reasons confidence goes to the wayside because we can't even trust ourselves to keep our word to ourselves. Exactly. I like that. So, so yeah. Your, yeah. So like, yeah, to like, to wrap this all up, it's like people make specific, like right now, after you get off this podcast, whether it is like if you're driving right now or if you are cooking dinner or, you know, going on that walk we talked about, like whatever it is, whenever this gets done, please, I beg of you, pull out a piece of paper and a notebook and write out your committed action steps. Whatever you've learned from today, as far as the morning routine, or maybe it's the working out, or maybe it's water, like whatever it is, that's your committed action, write that one committed action down in a smart way specific measurable attainable, realistic timely like don't say i'm gonna drink more water say i'm gonna drink half my body weight in ounces so since i weigh 150 pounds i'm gonna drink 75 ounces of water every day this week for the next seven days and then make a little chart for yourself and literally put x's on the chart and like crush that one small goal like that's kind of small kind of big i don't know whoever wants you can (laughs) you could yeah you decide yeah like you decide that's small or big write out the goal crush that goal for one week, do exactly what we said. If it's three days of 30 minutes of movement, just do that. Like, don't make it too crazy. Don't make it so big. It's unattainable. Make it just big enough. That's a little bit scary. Yeah. Then do it and watch your confidence grow at at the end of that week. When you did a thing you told yourself you'd do. Right. Thank you. And every day, try to set at least one new goal for yourself. Just a new, just so like you're, you're just a little bit uncomfortable. You don't get stuck in the same same goals every day every day every day because then there's gonna be a routine every day with the same stuff you know so change up your goals because that's how you change up your just changes you I, there's really no way to explain it you know it right. makes it it makes it different 
I agree with that. Although the one part that I will slightly disagree with you on, Phil, is just that sometimes for some people, when they switch their goals too much in the beginning, um, they can get really sidetracked and end up being like working out for a few days, but then like switching it to water and then drinking water for a few days and then nutrition. Mm. So I would say for start people, small, yeah, you're start right. Small. And my, my thing would be like, really conquer one goal, right? So a habit becomes a habit after 30 days. So if water is your big thing, that's a great place to start or moving your body, whatever it is, pick just one thing and conquer it for 30 days until it becomes a habit. Then like you goal, because if you throw too many goals every day at yourself, you will yeah, you're get confused. You get something <laughs> confused, right? So like commit to yourself one week, then do it a second week, then do it a third week, then do it a fourth week. Be like, holy cow, I'm a freaking amazing human being. I can't even believe who I am. I just stuck to a commitment for 30 whole days. This is incredible. I think I'm ready to take on working out and water, right? Or I'm ready to take on this and this, you know, two things instead of just the one. I like that. Yes, I agree. Wholeheartedly. Hopefully you're okay with me disagreeing with No, <laughs> I am. What she said, I was right. No, I like that. Because I was thinking about that, like, even for myself sometimes, like, I get so stuck on... Never mind. I'm just going to stop right there. I like what you said. <laughs> no, I, I think I know where you're going with that. And it's basically like sometimes you can like start too many things at once and then get a little bit overwhelmed. Is that what you're yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's kind of entrepreneurial way. I've been right. working on the, on the focus too. Like, okay, focus. Because once you get the fitness stuff down, like for example, you and I, we both work out a lot. So like working out is like pretty second nature for us. And yeah. It's not a really a goal anymore. Right. That's not really a goal because now that's just our lifestyle. So now right. we set new goals. So what's cool about it, like for anyone listening, whatever your goals right now, conquer that. And then it's not even really feel like a big deal. Like for us working out, not that big of a deal because it's so second nature for us. But now we have other things that feel like goals and now we work on that. And then that'll right. be second nature. And then we work on the next thing, you know, and that's like the constant movement of growth. Definitely. So cool. Okay. So, uh, Phil, will you give us, um, just let everyone know where they can reach you, where they connect with you. Um, if they want advice on, bodybuilding or basketball or rejection or how to have like a chill perspective as far as like having that cool, calm confidence that you have. Like if they want to connect with you on anything and everything we discussed today, where can they find you? All right. The, probably the best place to find me would probably be Instagram. It's Phil with two L's dot read R E E D. Um, I'm also on Facebook. My grandma runs my Facebook. So if you get a response to probably my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she was she wanted to learn how to work Facebook. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And my then Facebook manager, my grandma. <laughs> yeah. And then my podcast is on uh iTunes, Spotify, Jack's only uh podcast. And cool. And how do you spell Jacks? Uh J A C K S O N L Y. Jack's only. Jack's it's one word. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then um yeah, that's it. Jack's only is us. So Yep. And then Phil Reed, Phil with two L's. Reed. Yeah, dot read yeah yeah i love it thank you so much today for your time phil thanks for coming on and sharing your heart and your confidence and um i i know people who are listening are going to be motivated to take that action step after listening today i hope so i hope i hope someone gets impacted from this podcast 100 percent. at least one will <laughs> perfect <laughs> all right talk to you later bye have a great night you too bye